0: I have goosebumps, and I kid you not, like, that's no exaggeration, because I can still remember everything about that fight. Like, we'll get you in the octagon, bro. They've got to sign the check
1: after the racing, after the racing, after you hang up the boots. I'll be a corner man, that's it. <laughs> Yo, we say myself, Big Zoo here, and the UFC have asked me to fire eight questions at some of the UFC's biggest and most famous fans. Our guest today is a Formula One driver from Perth, Australia, he has 32 podium finishes and eight Grand Prix wins. He has driven for Red Bull, Aston Martin, Renault, and currently drives for McLaren. It's the one and only Daniel Ricciardo. Can we make some noise if we notice me and you? <laughs> first question is, number one, numero uno. What is the first UFC fight you remember watching?
0: So it was uh, UFC one it was headlined, I think, by Lesnar and Carwin, but it had some of like the tough uh, season one fighters on there. So Bonner was fighting on that card Chris Lieben was on it. I want to say I was in the Middle East for a race. I guess they had like some form of main event channel on there and it was on. So let's say I stumbled across it and I'd um, like my friend growing up, like uh, he he was uh, a boxer. So I was uh, a little bit in the know of like boxing, but MMA, not really. So um I turned it on and uh so I watched all the card and I remember the the fights were awesome. I think Lieben won by a triangle in the third. Um Bonnet was a bloody mess like always, but got the win. And then yeah, so Carwin came out, I think was really close to like finishing Lesnar, and then Lesnar yeah. came in, as he said, finished. So he was like a superstar and yeah, I was um I was quite impressed how he was able to transition from obviously uh the wrestling to full-blown combat sport. Who is your favorite UFC fighter of all time? I mean, what one name that comes to mind immediately is like GSP. I also love Carlos Condit and I know they fought uh, against each other, but um, I I was like big fan of them. Uh, So they were like two of the first guys I really got behind. Um, And also Cub Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson was one of Mm. the first guys as well that I really, uh, yeah, loved, uh, loved watching them fight. I mean, GSP, Absolute
1: legend. But what, what, what is it about Condit that you that you love so much? What, what what is it that that
0: makes you gravitate towards him? Um, I guess it was like his what what seemed like quite an unorthodox style. Like he's quite flat footed and he kind of yeah. walks a little bit like a zombie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then I I feel like he's the guy that at the end of the round the bloodier the face is, the more he's just feeding off that. So um, he was definitely like a fan favorite and you felt like the longer the fight went, um, he was going to get real dirty. And I love like up um, in in tight, like a lot of elbows and I felt like he's really good in, uh, I guess, close range, like the clinch and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So how did you feel when they fought each other when it was Condit versus GSP? I know I was like, it was was not fun because again, I, I didn't, I just—it was hard to really pick a side, but um, yeah, I—I uh, I was let's say just a neutral fan. Appreciate you appreciate the greatness.
1: Um, our next question is: What is your favorite UFC fight or event you've ever watched or attended?
0: So I—it's actually it kind of both ticks the same box. So I think yeah. it was one of the greatest cards of all time. It was UFC 189, McGregor Mendez, and it was the first ever. UFC event I went to. So yeah, the whole card, prelims, I don't think one fight went to a decision. I think they were all finishes and it was nuts. So
1: they also had um Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald, um, which is considered one of the best UFC fights of all time. So what was it like
0: being there for that as well? Like I I have goosebumps and I kid you not, like that's no exaggeration, because I can still remember everything about that fight. Like that was I mean, I, I went there as, you know, obviously very excited to see McGregor, but that Lawler-McDonald uh, fight was insane. And there was, I think at the end of third or fourth round, they both stare at each other like spit blood on the mat. And I was yeah. just like, the whole crowd was just, it was insane. It's mad. It's mad because I can see your smile, boy. Just speaking
1: about it. I can see that it just invigorates this energy within you. And it's beautiful to see um, people from different sports get so gassed and happy about something else. Because sometimes, like you said, you know, you're, you're always focused on racing and it's all, it's everything you have to kind of speak about and live. And people might not know that you, you know, you you was in Vegas, baby. You was there. Yeah? The blood was splattering over, hitting your forehead. Um, You once asked Lewis Hamilton to fight you in a charity boxing match. He didn't bite. But um, you versus Lewis in the octagon, what we saying? Who wins?
0: I I definitely back myself, um, but I mean I don't I don't have like I did a little bit of boxing as a kid just because my friend was you know fighting so he took me in the gym and I did it for some fitness and then um, I did a couple well a couple I probably did maybe a dozen uh, BJJ lessons back or maybe like eight years ago now um okay but i, I was okay uh, so no no so i'm not saying i'm good but so i i wanted i wanted to keep doing it because obviously i'm i'm interested in it but i uh i got tapped out by like a 12 year old kid at the time and i was like <laughs> i was like i'm gonna get hurt i'm gonna get hurt because clearly anyone could come in here and hurt me so i was like maybe this is for post racing uh because i i did fear a little a little injury coming on so i was like yeah maybe i park this one but uh I'll still like myself. I think I've watched enough MMA over the time that I would I would have half an idea of what to do against someone who doesn't have much of an idea. <laughs> bro,
1: I I'm just imagine in the 12-year-old tapping you out, bro. I've I I because I've tried, I've attempted to do uh things before I tried to do judo and I was getting thrown all over the mat. A lot of Sianarchis right into the floor. And sometimes you look at these things and you think you know, especially by size or or someone who's smaller than you, you might think that, you yeah, know, come on. I I might not be trained, but I have a chance. And there is no way, it doesn't matter. If you are disciplined in your your skill and you you are a true fighter, it, sometimes you might get tapped out by a 12-year-old.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's humbling. I mean, it's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, i am gonna revisit that after my uh,
1: F1 career. <laughs> we're talking about UFC, we talk about Formula One. Um you know your teammate, Mister Lando. Yeah. Do 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 you think you would been in the octagon?
0: <laughs> he would not fare well in the octagon. No, no. Like, I mean, no. I.
1: You're not giving him. you not giving him a chance. No. Nah. Lando Norris, no nah,
0: chance. No, nah, no, nah, no chance.
1: No chance. Oh my days. No. Nah. Oh nah. man. Hopefully, hopefully, he doesn't watch this. What do you Um, you reckon? Do you reckon he would have a chance? Come on! I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm very neutral. I'm like a commentator, very neutral. (laughs) (laughs) My next question is: What would your fighter nickname be?
0: (laughs) So I, uh, I mean, my my nickname in like racing is the honey badger, but I don't know if that kind of has a good ring to it. So. Uh, I've also been called like the smiling assassin. So i would probably go mm. with the smiling assassin as opposed to the honey badger for, for the octagon. I agree with the smiling assassin. Cause as you were talking about, um, facing
1: Lewis and, and, and the man them in the octagon, you were smiling the whole time.
0: So it's like, you would say, yes, I'll beat them. I'll destroy them. But you was also. <laughs> I know it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good, it's a good way to catch people off guard. Cause I think, you know, like they see me happy in that. And, like ah, oh, he's a, he's a bit of a soft touch, but I'm I'm definitely a competitor, and I love I love it I love it so yeah I'd back myself. I love that, bro. <laughs> if you could fight anyone in history, who would it be? So the first name that came to mind was Chris Lieben. Um <laughs> I just I don't know. I just I I really, as I said, watching him on one one six, I loved his fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved how he dyes the hair to to match the colour of the blood that's gonna be spilled. And then watching him in, in tough as well, I was just like, I don't know. I, I he warmed to me, so um I'd love to share the octagon with him from a from a respect as opposed to a dislike. I love,
1: I love the the respect you have for the game, but also the willingness you have to get an octagon. So we need to get this happening. We we've got, we we've got to get it done. UFC get the contract. Um, what would your fantasy UFC matchup be? So any fighter versus any fighter throughout history, who would be your favorite fight to watch? I know it's a tough one.
0: Yeah, it's it's probably the most anticipated fight that never happened, and I, it was Khabib and and Ferguson. Um, I I, I really wanted that like like the whole world did and i really think at the time you know that if it happened when it say should have uh, yeah i still don't know who would have won so that that was the that was the fight i wanted who is your goat now when we say goat
1: we mean greatest of all time and i'm talking about in formula 1 and ufc so who is your goat
0: i think formula 1 i'd have to say ayrton senna he was really the first um like racing hero that I had. Um, I was only young. I was uh, five years old when, when he passed. But uh, I do remember watching him race on, on TV and actually going going to Adelaide uh, in 93 for a race, which, which he won. And uh, I, I was just drawn to his I, – I feel like his – the way he touched, especially his nation, you know, Brazil, um, and a lot of good things he did for the country – but also then on the flip side, his aggression and ruthlessness on track, like he was he was the guy that was, you know, quoted for saying, you know, if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, yeah, kind of just to have that balance and and turning the switch as soon as he puts the helmet on. He was the guy everyone feared. I, I love that. And then UFC, oh, I mean, it's... Yeah, like G- GSP is definitely is definitely there. I I think because the way he you know then returned and uh, obviously won against Bisping, like that was that was impressive in itself to return. And his his physique is the best male physique maybe on this planet. So for apart him, from t- mine, apart from mine, but yeah, yeah, yeah second, best, second best. So, uh, I just think a lot like his his discipline, like all of it. I just feel he's. I don't know. He definitely, I feel like he was the trendsetter in that. So I'm going to say GSP. We've
1: got to get you in the octagon bro. They've got to sign the check after, after the racing, after the racing, after you hang up the boots. I'll be a corner
0: man. That's it.
1: <laughs> Thank you to your UFC super fan. That is Daniel Ricardo, my brother. Good luck to Daniel. Take care, bro. I'm going to come see you at a race soon, bro. I'm going to come. You see me in the corner, just there waving a the flag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please, please.